What up, everybody? It's DJ MV. And I am Gia Casey. And this is another edition of the Casey Crew. And uh, once again, we appreciate all the love that we receive and that everybody hits us up. On the email is thecaseycrew at gmail. We appreciate the love on the Instagram, on the SoundCloud, on the YouTube. All the love that we receive, we definitely appreciate you guys. And we check all the emails. And we just want to say thank you for riding with us. And this episode is brought to you by Bevel, the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse, curly hair and sensitive skin. I love when your skin is so nice and smooth. And I love when you talk to me like that. That means my (laughs) Bevel is working and uh, Bevel is the perfect gift to keep your loved ones smooth this holiday season. So guess who's getting one? Your dad? My pops, he's definitely getting one. Now you can check out getbevel.com slash Casey today for your first month of membership free. That's getbevel.com and get one for your pop. If if your pop's an old man or you have a young pops, it's the perfect thing. It's wireless. You ain't got to worry about plugging it in. It's the perfect gift. And they also work on women's legs. Ow. Now uh, this week we have a special guest. Yes, we do. Uh, Nick Cannon's here with us today. I'm in the building. Welcome, welcome. Nick came over today. That's right. Now, do you guys normally have guests, or is it usually just well, the two well, of us? Well, we, we, it's usually just the two of us. So you're our first guest. Oh wow, I'm honored. So you're our first <laughs> guest. We're gonna have uh, celebrity couples, celebrity guests to talk about relationships. So if you don't know Got about it. the podcast, it's all about our relationship. Okay. Uh, the, the I've ups, heard, I've heard. Yeah, the yeah. downs, the good, the bad, the ugly. We've pretty much been through everything. Yeah, and right? y'all, y'all just put it all out there. Put it all out. You know what it was? You know, as a man, as a couple sometimes, people hide the not so good things in a relationship and right. people think things are all great and they don't know what to to look at as a relationship because they think that things are so nice. So we just decided to say, hey, you know, we've been together over 20 years. Wow. Been married 15. Been together Man, 16. that's success. So it's like that's success that you guys definitely need to have a podcast. Y'all got to write books and stuff too, because right. that's success. So we, I mean, we've been through it I all from that. the struggle from being broke to, 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 to making it to, you know, pretty much like the last episode, you know, we I talked about how she used to fake her orgasms. Wow. For, Y'all do talk about everything. For four years. Wait, wow. introduce the show, boo. For four uh, years. Okay. I wanted them to get the feeling of what it was. Yes. Like for four years she yes. faked it and then she told me one day on some old, that's why I fake it all the time anyway. Okay. Wow. It wasn't that hostile. That's wow. what it felt like. Okay. My I, I felt mean, that, that way. It wasn't that hostile. You, there's no light It doesn't way matter how it comes to, across. To deliver okay. that information. Right. None. None. <laughs> she said it and I'm sitting there like, word? Because you know, for, I thought I was putting it down. Yeah. I thought I was doing my, no. Uh, no, I was faking it. <laughs> Try oh, wait, again. wait. And why, I'm just, just curious. Sure. Why four years, like it was, was it, was his game just off for a four year period? Like before was that? You like, know, the way I just described it last week it was like a lie uh-huh. once you tell a lie you just and you perpetuate the lie but before those the, four years he was putting it down um damn. <laughs> oh. no but here's the thing here's the thing <laughs> you know something oh, to be honest you say oh, putting boy. it down right if i'm being honest he was always putting it down right. it wasn't okay, about okay. It was just how attractive he was or what he was physically doing. That wasn't the problem. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. There were other problems. I felt that sexually he was selfish. Right. And I was harboring resentment. Right. Okay. So exactly. I would even, not go to sleep. Yeah, that makes sense. Though. Pretty much. No, but it's the the other thing is because it 
you know, when it comes to a woman's orgasm, they have to be connected with their mind and spirit and all that exactly. stuff. Exactly. So if they're if they're thinking about something, even even if they kind of pissed off at you about some shit, right. It's not going. It's not going to do what it needs to do. So exactly. I, I get that. That makes sense. And we didn't have the tools at that point to right. rectify it. Got it. So neither of us were mature enough at that point to talk about it. I didn't feel comfortable talking about it, and right. I don't know if he would have been mature enough to accept to receive it exactly <laughs> to accept. She told me she told me we were in bed. I just had, had nutted. Go ahead. Just nutted. <laughs> and I turned over, I was like, all right, babe, good night. Yeah. She was like, Good night. What do you mean, good night? I'm like, I'm gonna sleep, I'm tired. <laughs> and that's what it came up. Like, all right, well, I'll be faking it anyway. Whoa. It hit the ego. That was an ego shot. I think ego for shot. me it's like it reached a crescendo and I needed that to pretty much give me the chutzpah to tell him I needed I needed a workup and I'm a you know what it is to, to talk about this for a second not just to jump right into mm-hmm. it but I've been in situations where as a man like for, I consider myself a pleaser okay ultimately like I, I that, that's what gets me excited is when a woman reaches her climax right, right. until I get comfortable enough right so after I, I, my ego has been fed and I know I've put it down mm-hmm. and she tells me I'm the best and all of that type of stuff, <laughs> right, right, right. then I'm the, okay, I got mine, I'm going to sleep. Mm-hmm. Because now, and that, and you know, if I've been, if it's been a couple of years or whatever, it's like, now as a man, I feel like as my woman, you take pride in pleasing me. Of course. So... You almost said at me falling asleep right after the nut is like that's you please a, me. Yeah, that that's a feather in your cap. <laughs> like that's how I view it. But that's how women view it as well. Right, right. I, I think men typically, I don't want to talk about all men, but I think that many men they don't care about it as much as women do. Women, we pride ourselves right. in doing our job and getting it done and Absolutely. being efficient. Right. Men, we get complacent. We get you get at, complacent at the beginning. We want to put it down, mm-hmm. and once I've proven that, mm-hmm. it's like once I put up uh, three oh five on the bench, I know I can lift it. I ain't gotta lift it every time I go to the gym. Right. So, so you don't care about the woman's perception. I've already, I've already put it down. You so know, you've proven. Like once I've proven it. But then what about, let's say a year later, a year and a half later? I got yeah. <laughs> like, so what about so what about what about that hour that you guys are in that bed and the lovemaking occurs? See, I think my nature. I am a pleaser. Like, mm-hmm. like it actually, I get aroused when I see another woman getting. Of course. Off, like, oh, like, oh, I'm doing my thing. Right. So that, I'm definitely going to even, like, so foreplay is super important to mm-hmm. me. Uh, but it's kind of like, I, I, I want to joke it. about it, but it's like, shoot, if you if you ain't come, you better come on. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a race it's now. So, <laughs> so, are you saying that the longer that you spend in a relationship, the less you care about the woman's perception of you. Ooh, that's dangerous. <laughs> that's that's, so that's dangerous. what it sounds like to me. But it's 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 the truth. It's kind of true. Yeah, let's you you you're comfortable. This is it's like when you start taking a shit in front of your girl. <laughs> like mm-hmm. at first you don't do that, right? But then it's like, well, shit, you, we love each other. Like I ain't gonna I ain't gonna be Superman every night. But now, what if she took that same 
mental position Duh. with you. <laughs> See, but like, you, we- already, you already know what I'm capable of. Yeah, but women- I already made him shoot through the roof. Yeah, so you but- know I could do it. But see, if, if, if you don't, if you don't come, you better come on. But women are naturally nurturers. Is that not <laughs> That's true? That's your answer. Uh, is that not true? <laughs> just, like you said, that your answer though. It's in your it's in your nature yes. to make sure that you're taking care of your husband, and your right. family. Like we're we're the hunter and the gatherer. So once mm-hmm. like once I've come home, mm-hmm. I'm I'm waiting for you to nurture me and our family so and that's part of the process now for for a man we're not naturally nurturers now if we can Mm -hmm. do it it's great oh so if we're able to achieve orgasm then we came up 75 percent of women don't have orga have orgasms but through intercourse Mm. through intercourse now with toys and all of these things okay oral being at such a higher level and all that okay but actual vaginal mm-hmm. orgasm 75% of women because guys don't, know, that. guys don't know how to do it right so just think about that like and, and no no woman has stepped up and said I need that like most people are happy with a clitoral orgasm you know because right. and they're just happy to get off and yeah whether right. they're using their little toys or whatever it is so even though you know that you're capable a right. year in you're gonna use that 75% on no, your side as part of your argument to make you feel okay. The reason okay. why I say that because it's, and it goes back to what I said initially, a woman's frequency, her energy, her mindset all have to be in tune to actually have a true climax. And Unless she blocks it all out. Well, I'm saying she has to be focused. Okay. She has to want right. to do it. Right. She has to be like, I'm going to mm-hmm. make sure this is a. And some women are more sexually in tune and can come every time. You okay. Know, the, right. You get them girls that be like, Yo, I came six times. Right. And that's just because that's their mindset. Mm-hmm. But there's some girls like they they be on such another page. Like I've been in relationships where we go from the coming six times to looks like it almost like she don't even care no more. Long she like she's happy when I go to sleep. Like long as you got yours, go to sleep and we good right well, but you know that's not healthy though well let's no, that's why I ain't in the just now <laughs> let's let's go back let's let's start I mean I'm sorry to jump like that yeah no that was good games. I mean that was that was a good you know appetizer that, that was that was appetizer <laughs> now let's let's start with with, with love yeah and let's start with marriage now when was the first time you you fell in love first person I ever honestly fell in love with because I'm a hopeless romantic so I thought I've been falling in love since kindergarten but the person I could actually say like I honestly fell in love with was I was probably 16, 17 was making Good now mm-hmm. now what made you fall in love with her like what was the thing that you was like damn I she love her she opened my eyes to a lot of stuff but she was also she was we were young you know right. what I mean and we both I was the that was the first person outside of my hood that I saw and, and part of it was I was enamored by her Hollywood aspect. I mean, our first like real, real date, she invited me. I was her date to the NAACP Awards when she was nominated for Eve's Bayou. Mm-hmm. Shit blew my mind. I mean, mm-hmm. she's in a gown and uh, right. you know what I mean? Right. Like I'm from I'm from the block. I just drove from the hood in it my was mama's car. To you. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the fact like her family embraced me so much. Like her mom was like my mom and like our families got along. We were and we ultimately it's funny because she was she was kind of fast back in the day in a sense, like not 
sexually. We wasn't even really doing that. But she liked a lot of, she liked attention. Mm-hmm. So she had like this other little actor dude that was like her boyfriend. It broke my heart. Mm-hmm. But I was like, all right, I'm going to just be your best friend. And, I, and we literally became best friends for years just because, I, but I was, we were in love with each other. We right. was having those like, we going to get married and all of those. What, kind of what happened? I think we just, I start wilding. Like super wilding, like I got famous, like because I wasn't famous mm. then. Right, you know what I mean? Right. Like so, and once I got famous, I was smashing her friends and all of that stuff. You got disrespectful, real disrespectful, and it and it, and I was throwing it in her face because she knew that I wanted us to be a real couple and all of that stuff. And then she, so I would be like, "All right, well, if we not together, then I'm gonna go talk to this chick." Right, and then that's when it just. Kind of took it. So you were semi being spiteful. I was a hundred percent being spiteful because she knew it, and then it was just like, and because I I got the juice too. Like Mm -hmm. at first, I didn't. She was the one, and then once I got the juice, I was like, I'm cool. I don't need. And this is this is pre braces and all that. So she she was just like the cute little girl with the right, crooked tooth. Right. Like, and then she really took off. But we that's like that's my family. Like. At this point now, we know so much about each other and watch each other grow up in this game. It's like, and I'm so happy for her and what she's found with, with you know, her husband and stuff. That's a beautiful situation. I feel, I really feel like God's anointing is on that. It's a, that's why I feel like marriage. That's why I commend Jaw and even things like that because it's not normal. People, we're not right. monogamy is not normal. Right. So when it actually can work, that means God's hand is on that. That yeah. means that's special. That's that's a special spirit and energy on I that. Agree. And that's why the Bible. Bible teaches marriage should be exalted. It doesn't say it's for everyone, but when you do, when two do come together and become one, that's ordained. Right. Everybody can't do that. Right now, now me being example, you, you, we we know about a lot of your relationships and in your history, right, and your right. Smash list and your car facts, right. Oh, that sounds so bad. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> but then one person made you decide you wanted to get married. Yeah, Mariah. And it's funny because I got to take a couple of steps back before that. Mm-hmm. I because I'm a hopeless romantic. I've had my heart broken several times, and we like I said, you had your heart broken. Listen, it seems like, like you broke a lot of hearts. But listen, that's why I say I started with like whether it was Megan or even I've that I've been engaged probably four times before. Four times. Four times. Yeah, or just like and probably yeah. four times, and at the I probably was able to afford a ring. Three of those times, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Did you get the rings back. I'm just curious. So yeah, note. I did. Uh, all of them. Well, not all of them. <laughs> I got the the really expensive ones. Back. Okay, go ahead. But so let's get to it. So when I was with Kim, right, Kim Kardashian, that that went all awry, and I to get that energy off of me because I was actually fucked up about that because a, a sex tape came out with my homeboy mm. <laughs> that, that fucked my whole shit up. So uh, you guys were in a relationship when that ah, happened? Ah, that's a... It, ah, yeah. Or did you yeah, think okay. you were in a relationship? No, we both... Did, but that's... I never trusted her. And okay. I, that was the thing because I had already had trust issues because I was engaged to somebody few years prior to her that was telling me all of the right shit, Bible study every day, mm-hmm. da, da, da. and I found out that she smashed one of my friends and colleagues. As we were supposed, we had been being celibate for 
18 months oh, wow. supposed to get married not have sex until and then she's like yo you remember when we first started talking I have been going and seeing this dude I was flying her out to New York when I would fly her to New York she would leave me and go see dude wow mm-hmm. broke my heart I hated women from that point on so I was a monster from there so you didn't trust Kim because of you not right. because of her 100% but because she had all of the same signs I was right my intuition was right I shouldn't have trusted her because even with the sex tape and all that she lied to me about all of that okay. so I have huge trust issues I mean all, I, on my arm I have trust none like I, I'm, I have and it go and it stems all the way back to my parents and my mother and my mm. grandparents you know what I mean being one of those people I didn't grow up with an orthodox family I was I was a kid where I was like mommy be back or I'm gonna come get you and right. it doesn't happen right. you know what I, I mean see, like, I do. so those those type of things still bother me like mm. I don't people people's word I don't really, I, I trust them as far as I can throw them type of thing. Mm-hmm. So get, getting back to always searching for somebody I can trust, mm-hmm. uh, soon after the Kim stuff, I immediately, like when I say immediately, like days, after all of that comes out, I f- call, I meet Salida Ebanks, who I literally go to Las Vegas, shut it down, get a suite, change my phone number. We not leaving this suite. <laughs> like we was there mm-hmm. and I don't know where the rumor came from or whatever it's like yo we heard Nick Cannon eloped in Las Vegas yeah, I, I remember like, that and I was like well that's god damn it yeah that's that's what it is <laughs> and like and I went with that and I was like this is gonna get all of that Kim Kardashian shit off of me one I was like on some even though it wasn't true it was, even though it wasn't true but I needed that off right. me my agents was everybody was themselves. I was like well this is gonna fix it I got a Victoria's Secrets model right and I ran away with her mm-hmm. and then through that process she was helping me and stuff but what I thought even with her is that this is someone she was I didn't know anyone who knew her right she was she had her own money smart from the Cayman Islands beautiful funny I was like I think I can marry her. Mm-hmm. I think I do love her. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm in love with her. You know what? I'm gonna propose to her. Now wait, how long did from it the take? Ki- like from Atlanta, Vegas till because Vegas, everybody thought we that. were married, so right. we was rocking with that, right? And then I actually really did it probably like three months later. Okay, three months, three months. So you thought you knew somebody in the three months time that you can live the Dumb rest of your as life. Shit. <laughs> but wow. again, a part of it, me, what part of it was ego, part of it was pain from trying from the Kim stuff, right? And part of it was just yearning for someone that I could be with that is gonna hold me down. And I thought she was it in the same shit. And, and and I figured out it started. I was like, this is my problem. I put women on too high of a pedestal. I, I, I say you're a queen you're an angel you're untainted before when that's, they prove to you exactly so then they don't share the real shit which wouldn't bother me I don't give a fuck about how many people mm. you slept with and mm-hmm. all that or what I just want honesty right, right. but if I go into it like oh you're the one you're the one then they don't want to tell me that they're not the one right mm. so right. that's kind of where her and I you know, kind of got off to. They don't want to. They don't. They don't want to disappoint me. They don't want to disappoint. They don't want to make your vision of perfection imperfect. Yeah. So then they're like, "Wow, he already looks at me that way." So I have to keep this all. But then when in I find box, out, that's, it's even more of a letdown. Yeah, because it's like, dang. So this is because that's. The, I mean, and I didn't. I skipped over a bunch of stuff like the Christina Millions and all, but the same thing happens every time. Mm-hmm. So I why, got, but why is it that why is that happening? Because you know you're saying you were a good dude, you were loyal, you were, right, you were right. down, but 
They and then I find out it's it's not even that. I just find out that they're not trustworthy how I want them to be. All right. And that then builds up resentment to where I'm think I'm starting to use terms like bitches ain't shit mm-hmm. and all women are the same and all you know what I mean because if it's happened time and time again everybody's like well you need to get you a girl who's not in the industry done that same shit mm-hmm. you know what I mean the girl that you think is like the quiet small town girl and then when she do get around you and I'm like yo what the fuck like mm-hmm. so it's like to me it's 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 I found it to be my issue well let me ask you this the word trust yes when you say that okay beyond the obvious you don't want her doing anything behind your back you right. want her to hold you down right what else because there are and I suspect that there when are I some of these girls who are able to do more. those things no there are and that's why I, and I've met some amazing women it's trust is is way beyond just uh what is the word in you know not having infidelity or, right. or, or mm-hmm. being monogamous it, it's it's actually someone that i feel like i know you got my back mm-hmm. i know i could walk out of the room and like, like i just know you down for me a hundred percent like it, it actually has a lot to do with respect mm-hmm. right because even if my wife is in the room and i walk out and she's too flirtatious with uh, a colleague or something like that's that's you're breaking our trust you're yeah. breaking our bond yeah right. you know what i mean like yeah. so it, even though i know she's my wife she's not gonna go fuck this dude but it's just that's disrespecting our union even Absolutely. if you're joking about shit or even you know and and those are the type of things to where even it gets into the world of finances and and what i other family members mm-hmm. you know what i mean like there's gossip amongst family like if i tell you something in bed about my brother or something or my my aunt and then i found out that you still like it's just you need to, i need to be able to trust you like i trust me right, right. that's and, hard to find but that boils yeah. down to the word integrity, but, that, that's right, integrity. Exactly. Right. it's about integrity what right. you do when people aren't watching right when they can't call you on it what you're what what you're okay with doing just because you're responsible for your own actions and your own thoughts. That's right. real talk, right? Now it's the truth, you know. In in the, in with our relationship, she had more integrity than I did, right? You know, I remember being at my lowest, right? It was one of those things. Y'all can't kick him. I can kick him because that's my husband. Right. But I ain't gonna let y'all kick him. Right. And I didn't get it till I was at my lowest. Right. You right. Know what I mean, and sometimes you have to get there. So what got you to the point? Cause you know I'm in a very dark place right now. I'm in a very like no. I hate relationships. Why I'll never be in one because I feel like it's not like when I see y'all, that's beautiful. Like that's that's inspiring to mm-hmm. me. Um, but I just feel like I'm not built for. It. So I I feel that's like I've true, I've evolved, but I've evolved to a place because I don't even want it no more. Really? And I really like even if people are like ah oh, you just he's going because you just got a divorce, it'll change. I honestly, in my soul, feel like I would never be in a relationship. What, what made true. what made Mariah so say the same thing? What made Mariah the one? And the reason I oh yeah, because I, I, I because I was, you know I maybe I don't think you met Mariah. You haven't met Mariah. No, but Mariah, I met her and she's you're, you're over the top with the things that you like right <laughs> she's over the top times 20 well she floats yeah, yeah. she floats <laughs> yeah. skip, she doesn't walk she, she floats, floats right. in a, a yeah. bubble right <laughs> <laughs> like like the bubble is around her yes. that makes her yes. but you don't seem like that type of person so what was it in Mariah that made you 
fall in love and say, this is the person I want to marry. Not even just marry, have kids with. Yeah, so to say that, because I know you, you asked that question, everything that I just shared, mm-hmm. I shared with her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, like, even when I met her, I was actually in a relationship with Nicole Scherzinger. And I was having the same issues of like, fuck, I thought this was the queen. I thought this was the one. Mm-hmm. And she gave me very similar advice to what you're saying right now integrity trust and that and you think i got trust issues she got trust issues and they're all warranted Mm -hmm. when you think like when you're one of the most famous people in the world and for the last 20 some odd years people have just been pulling from you never giving Mm -hmm. every whether you know like whether it's your your art your talent money people have just been you know it's leeches you know mm-hmm. what I mean like that's what, that's who we are as artists people feed off of right. us so you don't even at some at some point you just stop expecting to be fed mm-hmm. I'm the one that people feed off of mm-hmm. you know what I mean I think Mike Tyson even said that right. so like where he started to love leeches mm-hmm. he felt like I need people to take from me mm-hmm. that makes me feel like I'm growing because he was conditioned yeah right. so and so it's that same mentality in that sense to where she she opened my eyes to that and I was like, wow. And then we got on this spiritual conversation, which I never expected. Like, first time I sat with her and met her, because it was actually, I was supposed to direct her video and mm-hmm. be in the video. Mm-hmm. And like, we're like talking spirituality and we praying over food. And she pulls her Bible out. And I'm like, oh, whoa, this is Mariah. Mm-hmm. All right. So you so, never experienced that with nobody? What, except for the girl that I got engaged to, ended up. The fuck, Bible study. Yeah, the Bible study yeah. girl. <laughs> that was the last one. Right, right, right. <laughs> But, um, but that that's very powerful. Yeah, so I especially because I'm a preacher's that, son. Okay. So that really like that means something. Means or at the something. time, that really meant something yeah, as somebody does. who right. who knew the word and all of that. I was like, yo, and you know, she introduced me to her bishop and all of this, and I was like, yo. And then it was Mariah Carey, a woman that I had admired and was truly my dream girl since I was 12 years old. Right. You know what I mean? The mm-hmm. someday video with the jeans on and mm-hmm. vision. Of, I'm like, and then the come to find out because normally when we meet people like that it's a disappointment this was the opposite of that it took me to the next I was like she's better than I expected so you were enamored yeah like funny both hopeless romantics we want to go to Disneyland every day Mm -hmm. like we literally took her plane to Disney World the second time we met and like like we were supposed to be flying to some island she's like you want to stop at Disney World hell yeah I want to stop at (laughs) Disney World (laughs) right and we literally went to Disney World got a funnel cake one ride got back on the plane and flew to the island we were supposed to go to I was like I'm in Mm -hmm. I'm never leaving everything about it was magical too magical yeah Mm -hmm. so and and I was like, yo, this is it. Like, I've been blessed to to the the girl I admired mm-hmm. all of all of my young life is the perfect woman for me, is my perfect balance. And it is like as over the top as she is, I brought the normalcy. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it was a good balance. Like, so I was actually even helping in her world because people were like, oh, well, we can't say that to my I was like, fuck yeah, you can say that to her. Mm-hmm. She wants you to say that shit to her. And then so I kind of brought a lot of normalcy to the situation to the business and to the household to where she we I was like like man we about to go to Walmart stop fucking around like so, we going to 7-Eleven and it will work mm-hmm. so she was normal behind normal yeah behind closed doors with you but you brought the normalcy to the public exactly. persona exactly okay so it was and I, I could like if you if you notice once 
I got with Mariah, she became a lot more personable. She mm-hmm. did. She started doing more interviews. Yeah. She, was, she seemed like a real person. She started she start taking off them damn sunglasses mm-hmm. all the time. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? It was like, because I'd be at the crib like, yo, they just want the regular you. They want they want this you that I see. Right. Like, that's the shit. People don't know that M.O.P. is your favorite rap group. Really? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. cats don't know that she's she straight from the tri-state. Like, right. real, real talk. So, the fact that I was able to bring that out and it, it was good for her and it was good for me because I learned a lot about the business and the industry and but at the same time it was equal we were equally yoked the bible talks mm-hmm. about being equally, equally yoked, yoked. And, and about being able to walk together and that doesn't mean you're equals that means we balance each other right 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 and that's where it all came together and then y'all didn't have sex y'all waited we waited that you really that, did. that was her I wanted to. And you agreed. What else am I going to do? I mean, speaking to somebody who's smashed a lot and, you know, weren't you nervous that, you know, if I did smash wedding night, what happened if it's not good? That's the thing. To me, it has to all be about the energy and the frequencies and and the, like, you can make anything good Mm -hmm. if it's right, if if love is truly involved. Yes, I believe that. And now, even if it's, because, and it was, it was amazing, but... The idea of like just knowing a person, you know that is like yo, you you anticipate it. As I think Eddie Murphy said it said it the best when he was on Raw, and he was like, "Yo, if if you starving, if somebody offer you some crackers, you you finally get through crackers. God damn, that's a good ass cracker. Cracker out of the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Because and that's that's real. Like I waited all of that time. How much time was it? Oh, it wasn't that long, but it was, <laughs> it was a couple of weeks. Because <laughs> we got married after like literally three weeks. Mm-hmm. Did you really? Yeah. It was, no, I didn't, I didn't know that. that. Strong? Three weeks from meeting, from the day we met three weeks. Oh, but wow. it was, but so, I mean, granted, like, but that was part of the thing. She was like, I'm not going to have sex before marriage. I was like, well, damn it, we getting married. <laughs> like, Was that always her um, way yeah, of like, going about relationships? No, it's funny though, because I've heard all the rumors and stuff. Mariah is super conservative. When you think mm-hmm. about it, her first romantic relationship on some real stuff was with, her husband right. you know what I mean mm-hmm. like she was a young girl in the industry that married a record executive right mm-hmm. and so and then was put in like a glass palace mm-hmm. and then you know he an old head you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so you know it ain't really a real with you know you know when people have little trophy wives and stuff like that it was more probably like that from my own understanding that's just my opinion and then after that when she left Tommy then she had like one or two people mm-hmm. like she was with Derek Jeter the Luis dude mm-hmm. she was never and even and kind of still played those situations was like yo I'm special I'm a queen so she she actually answered all those things that all the other women let me down on mm-hmm. we talked about like damn near on the first time our first date she was like I've been with I can count the amount of guys I've been with on my hand mm-hmm. they're here they are these are these people I, I did go out on a date with this person but he was an asshole mm-hmm. this person was jocking me but I never did like she laid the whole thing out and I was like you're my dream you're everything I've ever wanted so the fact that she had been with so few people made her more attractive to you 100% okay and you know that only it's funny because I say that's that's industry standard mm-hmm. because if I met a woman who's had a past and she grew up in North Dakota 
and I never would see those dudes and she slept with a hundred dudes in North Dakota. I don't give a fuck. You really don't you really wouldn't care? Not not it's the people that I have to engage and deal it's with. It's really time, only right? about the people that you run into. Yeah, hundred percent. I don't care like who you fucked in high school. Well maybe <laughs> like, not high school, but as a fully warranted just, adult. If you're my loose, ego cannot deal with having to if the woman that I'm in love with and consider my queen someone else that you know that I know that's says a, the guy who's probably been in rooms and knocked down three I've been four that five guy. chicks in the same I've been that guy so you know what you're thinking in like, ah! like oh you know what she did yeah and, and there's situations right now like I was like I know my man does not know mm-hmm. and I want yeah. but I was like I don't want to be messy right but she ain't shit <laughs> for not telling him. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he's smiling in my face and I'm like, my nigga, I want it. And that's, that happened to me. That happened to me with Dame Dash in a situation one time. And I, I got at Dame. I was like, my nigga, you knew. I'm sitting here floating on clouds and shit and you didn't tell me? Right. You was supposed to be my man. He's like, I knew you was in love. What I'm supposed to do? And I'm like, I would you like I don't I was like I can never put myself in that situation again. But now going back, you said that you don't care if she's been with a hundred dudes. Right. But if it's my a man A woman who is say thirty-two. Okay. Who's been with, say, forty guys okay. sexually. Do I know any the, of these guys? You don't know a single one of them. Okay. But there isn't a morsel of you that judges her that says, Oh well. If okay. she's so easy and anybody could have her. So let's talk about judgment for a second. Yeah. I don't judge anyone. Because okay. one, I ain't shit. Mm-hmm. So I'm not. He can't judge. Yeah, I can't judge. You talk about his shit. His hit okay. List, he cannot judge. I can't okay. judge. I'm a whore. So, so I have no right to as of two humans sitting across from each other. My sins are no greater. Your sins are no greater. That's Absolutely. a good point of view. So okay. now let's get to it. Like. A stripper. I love strippers <laughs> because at least whatever their lifestyle is, and some of them are exactly what we think they are. Some of them are. Hey, I'm trying to work my way through college on the that. But the ones that are about that life, I so respect that because I feel like at least she's honest, open, and I and she's about her paper. Or she's front and honest, right? Yeah, or she's sexually liberated. Like I love Amber Rose is amazing. Like Rihanna, Madonna, those women. I salute them. Mm-hmm. Because they They own it. They own it. Mm -hmm. See, the only thing with them is, and I get it and I salute them, but I think it's hard when they're role models. Why? Because what winds up happening is you have a little girl. I do. And she says, oh my gosh, I love Rihanna. I want to be just like Rihanna. Or I want to be just like But she has such an amazing mother that she knows there's a balance. Actually, I I agree with that. I can respect Rihanna, but I want to be like mommy. Okay. I think that just because you're in the public eye doesn't mean that you automatically take on the role as a role model. That's real. If someone decides to look at you as their personal role model, that's on them. But there's so many parents out there that are not moms and these but kids. That's that's not, but, that's not a, but that's not a celebrity's problem. That was going to happen That's anyway. not a celebrity's okay. problem. See, They're going to look to somebody. I know my daughter would never operate like Rihanna. Right. Because she has too many women who value... Like even if she feels like she wants to be sexually liberated and she goes right. and wilds out in college and stuff, it's always gonna go back to mommy was like n- no sex before marriage. Right. That was in, that's embedded in her mind. Her mother has lived that life. Right. So she's gonna know 
there's a there's a moral code there's a moral dna that she's been brought up underneath so even if she has a moment she will revert back to like i value myself because of this doesn't make it right or wrong okay you know what i mean there's some that's that but this is the moral code that her mother established Mm -hmm. so I commend like that's what I, was, I don't know what Rihanna and and Amber and mm-hmm. and all of those type of women their moral code is. I know they're good people. I Absolutely. know them personally. They just like to have sex, right? And they <laughs> and you know and and nowadays these girls think like, yo, if guys can do it, why can't I do it? I can't argue that. Mm-hmm. Now, I truly believe that women are internal beings and men are external beings and i believe when you go inside someone's body that is a that's more of privacy invasion than outside so if there have been a lot of people inside of you there's something in my mind that's going to be like okay there it's uh, but i can't judge it you can't judge it. I can't. I judge. agree with that. I'm not judgmental of people. I can't be judgmental. But that's I the, may have an opinion about it. Right. Do you know what like I said, mean? I don't want my daughter to be that. Right. Way. Exactly. Right. But I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna not give you an opportunity to get to know me better, to get to know me on an intimate level because of your past. Now, when there's everything because of diseases and all that, we got to talk about that stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? And then it goes back to my trust. If you like, are you that? you know sexually curious or you need sex that much that it's gonna affect our connection because mm-hmm. you gonna see my man who played for the Lakers and he's like I, want, I wonder if I could get that but that's too. not about sex what is that about that's about women and men but right now we're talking about women right that's about women's ego being stroked by knowing that someone who's attained a certain level of success in their really? life but if she's attention with, to them. But if she's with me, the more the merrier. Really? Absolutely. So okay, because that's interesting. Because I attention, honest, gratification, and that's ego I, stroking. Wrong right. type of knowing women. that you can get the singer, the rapper, the athlete, wow. the doctor, the lawyer, the chemist. So you don't the believe, rocket scientist. So you don't believe that there's some women that are just promiscuous and like to have sex oh they're the, they're the, they exist as well okay. but you're saying that if they have you right and you're a celebrity right you're known across the world you're right. multi-talented and successful i should be enough because i should be all the celebrity that they need right no but if you know Dwayne wade hollers right. at me or hits me in my dm or looks at me i'm gonna entertain and i know that if i look at him back he's gonna walk over here and offer me a drink he doesn't actually have to do it. Me just knowing that I have that power right. and that he's attracted wow. to me in that way mm-hmm. is satisfaction enough. Wow. That's, so that's why I think that you... It's a certain type of woman. It's a lot of women. Really? Every, Would you I, say I think, the majority? I say that quite possibly the majority of women relate to what I'm talking about, but don't necessarily Indulge. act on it right. oh, because that, their morals have them I was, say, I was about to say that's really heartbreaking. <laughs> but because I didn't think women you'd be thought surprised like that. how many women oh, we, women think, think like that the same. women no, we think do. more oh, like men. We definitely think like that. Women We're think more like men shit. than you would ever believe. I, I agree with that. I wanted women to be a little bit more like, oh, I don't care. That's like, not true. I don't. I wanted women to be egoless. 
Be what? Egoless. Oh, not no. egoless. No, yeah. it's not true. No, absolutely not. And that's probably the reason why those earlier relationships that you were talking about where you kept getting disappointed repeatedly. Right. I think that's why they turned out the way that they turned out because they had you and you could have been everything. But right. I can have everything plus one. So it's so it's finding that one woman that's satisfied with having everything and not looking for that plus one. It's like, exactly. I can give you the world, or even less. A, a man doesn't have to be everything; he just has to satisfy whatever it is that she's but, looking for. Then, but right. then, at, see, like, and every woman is saying, "You are enough," and that's not the truth. That's what's what are they going to tell you? You're not enough. But that's why. That's why. I, I if rather, you're a regular guy, they might tell you that you're I'd not enough. I'd rather rock with a Rihanna or Amber. I was like, all right, well, at least you know what it is. At least I know what it is. Right. Like, I'm not going. I'm not going to get my feelings hurt. And I, we put it all out there on the table. But I don't want to feed into your um, idea of women and your distrust by saying that women are in fact egotistical as well, because there are women that will be everything that you want. There are women out there that will be everything that you want. Trustworthy, have your back, in your corner, yeah, but that's hard support to find you. For him. Yeah, exactly. Because if they're a celebrity, then you say it's the same thing he's been with. And if they're not a celebrity, it's like, why is she here? Is she here because I'm the canon? Or is she here because she really You just loves don't me? propose to so them my- in three weeks or three months. <laughs> that was Mariah. And that's a, and do you know what I mean? Was, that was Mariah. That was somebody that he uh, admired and yeah. loved when he was Oh, no, 12. I'm not saying there was anything wrong with and it. I'm talking about the girl from South Dakota some, right. that you don't know anything about. That's true. You have to fish through well why are you with me and you and you'll naturally have to go through some things so that you can see what her natural reaction is. well so now where i believe i am is that i just want people just to to your point i just want you to be my friend i don't even have to have sex with you I like, I'm intrigued by a woman's conversation so much that... Why are you laughing? You know what's funny? Because we were, um, shout to August Alcina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said the yes, same thing. We were talking to August Alcina in Curacao. Two yeah. days ago. A couple of days ago. And he said the same thing. He says, I'm at a point where I just want to, I just want to be these ladies' friends. Yeah. He says, I, you know, I, I'm not looking for sex. I just want somebody that I want to get to know you. Know yeah. you and, and vibe off. I say that's my people. Is. I want one. Yeah, when I text you, you hit back. Like we, that, that, That's the same Dude, thing I want to have said. a conversation. Yeah, like I just, I don't want nothing from you. You could, if don't think I'm out here chasing, trying to slide in your DMs like all these other dudes. I just want to be But it cool took you a time you. to get there. Yeah, and, and because I've had so much that right. it's not like, I don't even, that doesn't really stimulate me. A new, a a strong conversation, a time where I don't I don't feel like somebody's judging me or like where I could feel like yo I just enjoy that person's company. It's because for a person in your position now, that's harder to find it is. than the sex. Yeah. Meanwhile, before the sex was like yeah. the treasure. Right. You know that was the thing that men worked towards because it was so difficult to get. Now it's so. Easy. Yeah, I'm in and a different city available. every night. I, it's and harder to find girls waiting, like, lined up waiting. But, or I, but I don't want to have sex with them. One, because I feel like that's you're taking away from my energy now. You're draining me, right? And I don't need that. I need someone to help build me up. Mm-hmm. Someone who can feed into me. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm looking for. And now, sex doesn't do that. Now let me ask you this: A lot of women always hit us up and ask this: How long do you wait before you have sex with a man? Like what? Like, is there a moment? Is there a time? Is there a time to get to know somebody? How long until you say I respect this person? Because you said I'm in this different city every night, and I don't, I don't, I want to talk to you. Yeah. I want to have a conversation. So you don't want it 
Well, you don't want a one night stand. Yeah, I've done that. I did. I did the whole smashing every groupie and all of that stuff when you know, early, teens and early twenties. Mm-hmm. And one, it was dangerous. Yeah, you lucky you don't have an STD. Yeah, like, you are lucky. That man. shit was so dangerous, and even even dangerous in this, besides your health. Like you know, I remember girls' boyfriends chasing after the tour bus, and yeah. you know what I mean, or, or the setup. You know what I mean. You smash a stripper, she called dudes. Oh, they leave the door unlocked. I got shoot in Vegas. I got robbed for an eighty thousand dollar watch. I know one of them chicks took it. You know what wow. I mean? Wow, like, it's all like just but you charge all that to the game. Now when I'm in these, I want to read a good book. I want to yeah. after the show, after the club. I want you know what I mean. And if I can say, oh, you know what? I met this. I met this cashier last time I was here. She she had some dope conversation. I wonder if she want to go see a movie. I wonder, right. you know, like that means so much more to me to be able to have a real connection with a real person. And I know, shoot, you can smash anybody. Like now you go to Absolutely. a strip club and mm-hmm. whatever. I don't, that doesn't, that doesn't do anything for me. So now for even to my actual life, when I'm dealing with these women, and I, I have some amazing women in my life. And even though a lot of times I know what they're looking for, I was like, yo, I just want companionship. Mm-hmm. I just want to, I want you to be around forever. So, and I think about it, like, I got friends that I know from kindergarten. My exes, my exes, they don't fuck with me after we've messed, <laughs> messed up, after how, whatever happened, after three years, two years. But friends last forever. Right. Mm-hmm. I want that. I want to be. I want to be sixty years old with somebody. Like, Remember back in two thousand ten, and we mm-hmm. like. I want that, and you can't have that if you're trying to be. For what I found, when you're looking for the one, mm-hmm. it you kind of skip over all of the amazing things that you can have with you know people who are considered companions. But I think it's hard to find the one when you're looking for. The one. That's what I, I said. I'll never look yeah, again. Often, right. I think. So you guys got something special. This is net. Like to say, like when you guys give your statistics, like that's not normal. That's, yeah, no, it's, it's not. I mean, it, it's like I wish I could have had that with Megan when we were kids, but the, sh- the 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 bullshit got in the way. Right. Well, we went through the bullshit. You know, we've gone Absolutely. through and you fought our it. ups and downs, but it was the fight and it was God. And right. mm-hmm. a few other things, some people that really loved us and, you know, put their hands in our relationship and right. touched us that saw us through a lot of the difficult times. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. So now you, you're talking about, you know, the trust and the loyalty and everything. Are you a loyal person? What is your, do def- you, what is your definition of loyal? Do you give what it is that you want from the women that have let Everything you down. Everything that you said so, earlier. What did he say earlier? He said integrity. He said. So I believe you could. So because let's get down to the brass tacks of it again. Monogamy isn't natural. I so, believe that. So we'll start there as humans. So my wife has said before that if she had a penis, she'd be knocking everything off. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so, my, my wife has said that before. So when you talk about. Test- well, maybe not now, but yeah. I think if I were a man, I definitely would have gone yeah. through Especially like that w- stage. Testosterone, we're, we're hunters and gatherers. Yeah. We're on the prowl. We, it's the chase. Yeah. So I've come to a place with myself. I've accepted that I'm all even in this. This actually during my marriage because I was faithful during okay. my marriage. Hundred mm-hmm. percent, I can stand firm in that because. But I can't say that I wasn't looking and admiring. It's like I can admire someone else's Ferrari, but if I know I got a Rolls Royce at the crib, I don't want to drive their Ferrari. I just like, yo, that's a nice ass Ferrari, right? But I'm about to go sit in this 
you know, Corniche or this this drop head or this ghost at the crib. Right, right. So I took it in that sense to where loyalty is isn't about it's almost a loyalty and faithfulness are two completely different things. Right. You know what I mean? I do. Because mm-hmm. I know people who are faithful that aren't loyal. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I do. So loyal is to be able to, it, and it gets back to that trust to where this person has my back in an un, all, like I, I can't even explain it. It's like loyal is when, because most people are loyal to a point because they need something from you. And when mm. the need ends, the loyalty ends. Right. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's so true. So, and, I, and I've experienced that so much in my life from employees to partners to all of that. Mm-hmm. So loyalty, I hold at such a high regard that that's the number one thing for me. Mm-hmm. Because I, as a man, don't need anything from anyone at the state that I am in my life. Mm-hmm. So my loyalty isn't, there's no strings attached to it. Mm-hmm. So if you can get my loyalty, I hold that at a higher level right. than someone else's. Mm-hmm. And that's why that's what actually worked with Mariah because she was on the same level. Right. She didn't have to be loyal right. to Right, she didn't need. She didn't need to be right. loyal. I bet you if Mariah came up to me and said some wild shit like, you know what, yeah, we're going to get married and anything, but I'm going to have this little thing over here. I'm going to be like, man, I <laughs> Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because... She's at that level in her life. She could kind of arrange her dominoes the way she wants to. Mm-hmm. So, and I feel like I can at the same time. So, if we both make a conscious decision that we're going to be loyal to each other because at our core, our two spirits want to be this with each other, mm-hmm. absolutely. It's so true. I can offer that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's if I should be offering that to people. But you're capable. So these relationships 100%. that you're talking about, you were giving 100. what you wanted. I gave 100% to Mariah. Um, so with that, and that's what I wanted to say, yeah. then what happened? Because you, you guys were loyal. Yeah. You were into the Bible, into God, into holding it down, and it seems like everything was there. I would say dark forces without getting too deep into Outside it. people. Dark, yeah, dark no, no, forces. No, and I wouldn't even. Little, yeah, I, w- really I don't want to blink because I always say I, n- I never uh, wrestle against flesh and blood, but it's principalities. And I truly believe that's a, you know it, it speaks in that. I think that's a that's is it that Jeremiah Ecclesiastics that has that that verse of like the spiritual warfare aspect of yes. it is so real. Yes, the principalities that come against greatness. Right, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. With the things that God has anointed evil spirits will always attack. Absolutely. Right. From, you know, one way or yeah. another. That's why Devil's Advocate is one of my favorite movies with uh, Al Pacino and uh, and and Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Because he goes through this whole thing when he figures out his pops is the devil and stuff and thinks he's beat it. And then the devil comes again on a whole nother uh, sin mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. plays to it. Mm-hmm. So I seen it, that type of stuff happen for real in my life to where people didn't want to see us happy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I and it actually had nothing to do with her, had nothing to do with I, uh, with myself, but it's like little things that fester, just turn it. Gotcha. And, then, and then what happens when you have children, those things become heightened. And when you start to see it affect your children, mm. you have to be mature enough to step up and say, all right, we got to do what's best for these kids. Because if we allow our egos, if we allow our teams, if we allow our sis- this system in which we've built 
to break down and affect our children and we look up 15 years from now and they mad at us, they hate us and they have a horrible life because of how we interacted with each other, then we failed and we can't do that. So there was no other way to to hold that union? Because uh, that's what a lot of people say. They get to a point in a relationship where they don't know if they should get a divorce or not. And they're saying that the easy way out a lot of times is to get a divorce. We, if we would have, we would have ended up having strong resentment and I don't like to use the word hate, mm-hmm. but we would have got to a dark place towards each other mm. um, if if we would have kept doing what we were doing because it's, it was a lot of manipulation going on mm-hmm. and shit that I just don't stand for as a man. And it's just like, I'm not going to let y'all play me, you know what I mean, for Who's the y'all? benefit, the teams, the system, okay. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the people around, lawyers, management you know what mm-hmm. i mean like and and it and ultimately it's because they respect and they exalt their boss so much mm-hmm. that i gotta be the enemy right you know what i'm saying she's right because she's, she's all right she's never right. to them she's always right. right i'm calling you on your bullshit right and so then it's like well only nick can get her to do this well only nick so why don't they and then it start mixing our household with business, which I never right. wanted to do. Right. And then one thing, I'm never taking a dime from Mariah. And that was the thing, even like the dumbass stuff that TMZ is talking about, like I don't know where that shit came from. Like I've always had my own money, at times a, a lot more than what people think, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? To where a Mariah Carey would even rock with me, you right. know what I'm saying? Like, But I always downplayed it because it wasn't about that. I was trying to be egoless. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To be like, it's not even about that. But when people are attacking you as if like, oh, you're the boy toy or oh, you don't matter. And it's like that type of stuff got, that started to eat at me and even affected my health. And even my doctor mm-hmm. started to tell me when it came to my lupus, like it's because you hold all this stuff in. Mm-hmm. Lupus is a stress-driven disease. Right. Mm-hmm. You find yourself in a hospital every couple of months because you're holding all this stuff in and harboring all of this instead of living your life how you should. Are you saying that there was um, some level of a hierarchy that was being 100%. imposed on your And marriage? I was trying to operate within it, mm-hmm. but it was, it was killing me. Mm. I see. It was literally killing me. And I had to step away. So if fame wasn't a part of your marriage, do you think that the two of you would still be married? Yeah. I mean, I'll never stop loving her. Mm-hmm. Like that's, especially for what she did mm-hmm. for me. On, on the, And that's my children. Let's start there, you know, with my children. And right. Those are the greatest gifts anyone can ever receive. Mm-hmm. But then like, I always felt like she held me down in times when I did need her, even like for my health. And it's like when others, cause I'm, telling you i'm sure people were always in her ear like he's here for this reason and and when you're a person like that paranoia and and manipulation people play on that you're right they want to tell you he's here for the wrong he just wants your money he wants Mm -hmm. this or why would it and like never asked you for a dime Mm -hmm. he's just he's just there because your status what are you talking about i love you like i'm right i'm the one but when they saw that they were losing their power then i became the enemy and you saw this play out in front of 100%. you. 100%. Like, when I say, like, devil's advocate, like, I felt like there was, like, and I wouldn't even blame the people. It's just, it was dark spirits. No, I believe in that. Yeah. I relate. 100%. I absolutely understand yeah, what you're talking 100% about. We believe. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We, we, it, we've had that affect us several yeah. times. Yes, we've prayed against that yeah. many, many times. And I, it got so much to a place, man. Like, it, w- it would be interesting things. Mariah had a, a, 
an amazing bishop from Brooklyn. Uh, and, and he was, man, he was outstanding. Mm-hmm. And he passed away. Mm-hmm. And I remember I even, you know, spoke at his funeral and everything. And I felt the energy just shift. Shift and change. Like he was really praying for us hard. Mm-hmm. He married us. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he believed that we would sit with him and, and when and he when died, he, it was kind of like the yeah. shit. He was like part of the glue. Yeah. And it was like, damn. Mm-hmm. Like things changed. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's when I knew. I was like, yo, this is some real spiritual warfare. It was like that fort came yeah. down that was protecting He was our protector. He was, yes. he was the one that was interceding for us. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And it was like, when that stopped, we didn't we didn't have a church home no more. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it like But let me ask you this. If she was spiritual and you were spiritual and you guys came together and that was part of your bond. Right. Why not? And you recognize it now. So I'm assuming that you began to recognize it then. Yeah. Why not come together and because you identified it like with us. It got to a point where we identified it and we literally had to link up and say no. That's not going to destroy us. Right. That's not going to make our house crumble. That's not going to affect us. We're on the inside. They're on the outside. The True. devil's on the outside. 100%. The negative energy is on the outside. Right. And we prayed and we prayed and we prayed. And that was part of the reason why we were able to come through. So if you identified it, why did you let it defeat your marriage? I think because everyone has to be on that same page and true like that spiritual journey when you're taking that equally yoke walk mm-hmm. one can't be in front of the other right and right. i felt like once we too many other forces too many other ideas got into play that that altered our walk mm-hmm. I, I i can say myself honestly i got to a place where i fucking i don't feel like praying with you tonight you know what i mean i was upset you don't you know what i mean like i don't feel like i don't feel i don't feel like you respect me you know what I mean? My mm-hmm. ego got in the way. Mm-hmm. I, you probably, you listening to all of those people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so in, so even if it was the smallest thing and a lot of it started like, because even our value system and everything with our children started to raise its head. My thing is like, I always wanted my kids to be as normal as possible. So I want my kids to go to a public school. Mm. That could be an extreme when she wants them to be tutored. Mm-hmm. So as that's something that everybody everybody has to talk about their children's education. Right. But if I feel like, yo, I want my kids to be normal. I don't want them to be in no bubble like you. If I say something like that, that's that's an attack. That is an attack. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I was wrong for saying that. And especially like that. when you're at that situation at yeah. that time, right? You know what I'm saying? And then, or, or vice versa, it was like, or you want them to do this because you want them to be like, like your dad or whatever. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's like, hey, like, and it started, instead of us trying to reach a place where, Ultimately, we want what's best for our children. You know what I mean? We both want the same thing. Let's figure out how to get there. But you hear that all the time, right? You hear that, you know, people are are, are splitting, they divorce, and they say they want what's best for the children. But usually it never happens. It's usually egos that really affect the kids. So how do do you guys, and this this will help a lot of people out there, how do you guys co-parent Cause you you guys seem like you co-parent cool. Like it seems yeah. like y'all trick or treat with each other. It yeah. seems like Thanksgiving, y'all Christmas, and Thanksgiving with each yeah. other. So how do y'all co-parent and everything is still good? Th- that's me. I just try to approach it from a a egoless standpoint. What if I was these? If I was in rock and roll shoes, how would I want to see my mommy and daddy interact? Mm-hmm. And and to where the environment is peaceful. 
and I could get to see my dad as much as I want to see him. I get to see my mom as much as I want to see her. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm thinking like, yo, if I was a kid, how would I want this to work? And so sometimes, I always used to say, even during the marriage, I was like, yo, when Mariah turns hers on, I turn mine off. Mm-hmm. And if mm-hmm. I know if I, I'll go and, you know, all right, this is, this is, it's a diva moment. It's a, you know, we go go to Thanksgiving in Hawaii and she going to set it off and it's the, the all the crew and the family and the artists from her tour i'm gonna show up i'm a i'm a hug i'm gonna kiss everybody uh but that that was their moment right and i was able to share that and we were able to be together as a family and i could step away and i i got my own empire you know what i mean and when the kids are with me mariah is more than welcome to come in at, mm-hmm. at at any time and we we shift off like that but i know when i step into the mariah world i gotta take my hat off right you know what i mean and that's just how it is that has to be difficult it took yeah i mean but i do it for the kids because now because you have to acclimate yeah but it's fine because we all have to acclimate to something so and and the fact that i'm acclimating for my kids i would do anything for my kids it's Mm -hmm. funny there's a funny ass picture out there that people used to always make memes out of Mm -hmm. on easter where Mariah has like this cute little pink dress on mm-hmm. with the diamonds and the uh, bunny ears and my kids have on bunny ears and I'm in a full fucking bunny costume <laughs> and I look yeah. miserable. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, and then the meme was like, when your wife makes more money than you. And it was like, <laughs> but I do that type of shit because it made my kids smile. Right. And I would do, I'll put on any fucking costume no, to make I'm the my same kids way. I'm the same. I'll, I'll do, do yeah. anything. So I will acclimate to any situation to bring joy to my children. Who asked for the divorce? It was weird. Honestly, I mean, I, I guess I filed. Mm-hmm. You know, I would definitely. But it was one of those things where it was constantly always coming air? up. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Whether it was a business decision, whether it was an emotional... Was it a, like a threat every time you get in an argument? I'm about to get the, the D. I'm about to get a divorce. Was that Yeah, like, well, what are we doing? How long what are you is married? This? Uh, technically? Technically. I think it's seven and a half, eight years. How long were you the, engaged in the marriage? Uh, Probably, I think 2014 is when it started to, like the, when I was out, <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, it just wasn't there. Yeah, when I started, I was like, yo, I can't really stay here no more. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, and that was, I think that's kind of what it started. It's like, yo, maybe we just need space. Right. And then it was like, oh. I always feel space, space is wrong. So yeah, space turned space into, uh, I'm, I got I've my thrown, own space. I've thrown the S word in there. Yeah. She more than a, a little times. bit. I want space. Now nah, you ain't getting no yes. space here. I'm not <laughs> going to give you an opportunity space. for another guy to, to be what I'm not. Yeah. Nah, let me <laughs> fix myself exactly. first. Let me fix up first. Because as a, as a player, as a dude, that's a, you always find out where the void is. Whatever's missing in that Absolutely. woman's life, feel you. that. Yeah. And you good. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm stuck on the side. No, you're yeah. not getting no space. <laughs> now, with co-parenting, now, if you meet somebody or, or she meets somebody, when is it okay to have your kids meet your girlfriend or your person? Because See, she was, that's interesting. She was, she was she went quick. Yeah, and you know. I've you, never introduced Your kids my, was hanging around. Yeah, I never homie. introduced my kids to any woman up until this day that that I, I mean like my kids have been on the set a while and out you right. know what I mean but like I've, one I've never had a significant other but I've had women be like oh I want to meet your children I'm like when it's me and my kids it's just me and my kids there's mm-hmm. nobody else around they'll say I want to meet your children yeah see how, after knowing you for how long 
I mean, they once they fall in, like whether it's a, a month, a, they that's think they're crazy. Right. Yeah, wanting to meet your kids after a month. Yeah, that's crazy. Really? Absolutely. Yeah. She shouldn't even ask. Yeah. If you offer and say, you know what, let's go and spend the day at the park with my kids. Let's set up a picnic. She should say no. It's really? too soon. A month. Yeah, that's, that's if I were single, I wouldn't want to meet a man's children probably till about maybe a year in. Really? Yeah, I would want to know that we were in love and we were striving for something greater, like having a wow. future right. before yeah. I met his children or before I would even think about allowing him to meet my children. Wow. Because that's serious. When you start dangling people in front of kids' faces, they get confused. They don't know what to make of it. That is true. They, they, mm-hmm. Their emotions are like in a whirlwind. Like, who is that? Is mommy a hoe? Yeah. This is somebody <laughs> right. else. Right. Wait. You know, it, it, it becomes very, very sticky. And parents have to be responsible when it comes to introducing yeah. their kids Yeah, and to being people. somebody who grew up in an unorthodox household and seeing, you know, my parents be single or be with other people... Uh, it definitely affected me. Mm. You know what I mean? It, it, and, and it would. And right. uh, it affected me in the positive way because I saw a lot of people mistreat my mother and it gave me, I, ne- I was like, I don't want to do that to the woman that I'm in love with. Right. But it sh- also showed me how men treat women mm-hmm. and gave, that did show me like, man, like if somebody could treat my mom this way, what, you know, what is this world really about? Right. right. And right. I, it definitely, I would have to say like, you know, it, it affected me in a positive way and it affected me in some negative ways for the man that I am today. Mm-hmm. So that is probably why for me, I'm a little bit more meticulous about even the label mm-hmm. that I put on someone that my, my children meet because I make sure that my children put a handle on every name you never call an adult by their first name right it's gonna be mr such and such uncle auntie Mm -hmm. and so that means i've never been in a situation where i've actually you know somebody might have we might have ran into somebody at the four seasons that i've engaged with and like oh this is missing something so but they never they're not you know we're not all going to legoland together right you're not playing house and i just want to correct myself i don't want to say a year is the amount of time that I'm just saying typically in a lot of relationships when you're with somebody for about a year you kind of know where you stand and whether you're going to make it or break it it could be five months six months but once you know that that's a person that you want to be with and you want to build a future with then I think that's the appropriate time to possibly introduce them to your children Now, now how did you feel when your kids were introduced to her new boyfriend did, was that a conversation? Do you have a conversation with that first? Or was one of those things you were just like... No, we didn't. I, I, I'm going to be... Because I'm that a, would make me feel a little funny. Because, you know, like you said, we're co-parents. Yeah, I'm going to keep it a buck, though. Just it... it I kind of... I never... I didn't believe it was real. Really? Honestly, I was Why? like... I just... Because he don't look like her type. <laughs> yeah, and I, me knowing her. Right. I know her power. And I know the... I don't want to call it the game. But I know her strategy mm. in the sense of like she likes people to fawn over her mm-hmm. we've all we see that mm-hmm. right. that she's mm-hmm. Mariah right, right, right. Mm-hmm. I, I was one of the best at it you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying right, so right. I watched dude play himself like and I was just what do you mean that, play himself of literally like chase after Mariah and okay. she was in control spend millions on her yeah mm-hmm. to do mm-hmm. it yeah mm-hmm. That's, I, was, I was like my hat's off to you mm-hmm. like and even you know there were things where I was like 
yo, how do you guys engage with the kids? You know, who, to make sure that he called. Like one time they were like, yeah, we're going to James. I was like, no, nah, that's Mr. James. Right. You know what I mean? Like on just on some respect level right. stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was more about that for me. How how they treat any adult, how they're around any adult, and you know, my man had his own children and his own family, so I know he's not no creepy pedophile type right. dude, you know. So mm-hmm. I, I trust Mariah's judgment, so I, I didn't have an issue with it. This episode is brought to you by Bevel, the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse, curly hair and sensitive skin. And like I said before, my baby loves when I use my Bevel. <laughs> oh, I like when you do that. Do that again. Now, the bevel razor uses a single blade, which cuts hair above the skin, not beneath. So you know what that means? No ingrown hairs. You know what that means? What does that mean? You're not going to be plucking at my hair. You know, you got to take the tweezers and pluck the ingrown hair hairs, yeah. You ain't got to do that with the bevel. Now, (laughs) it's designed from the ground up to give a smoother, clearer shave. Now, bevel's end-to-end shaving system includes a pre-shave oil, a badger brush, a safety razor, blades, shaving cream, and a cooling, restoring balm. That is good money. Now, Tristan Walker, he's the homie. Mm -hmm. He hits me on Instagram all the time. He created this thing, and it's dope. It makes my face smooth and I could take it anywhere. When I travel, I ain't got to worry about plugging it in. You know why? Because mm-hmm. it has the chargeable batteries that I could just choo choo choo. Someone even told to me about that it. it was like the Rolls Royce of blades. What you, of who, told, what, who told you that? A man had to tell you that. Who told Somebody you that? that was trying to jack yours from our house. Really? Yeah. Well, he ain't taking mine. And I have to get one for my dad for Christmas. Absolutely. It's the perfect gift for Christmas. And all right? the bevel looks sexy. Yeah, I like the way you talk. The bevel looks sexy. Well, you look sexy. <laughs> well, start shaving smarter today at GetBevel.com. For your first month of free membership, head to GetBevel.com slash Casey. That's GetBevel.com slash Casey. Try it out. All right? Your first month free slash Casey. That's C-A-S-E-Y. That's our last name, baby. It is. Now, let's go to the email of the week. Now, Uh-oh. explain what the email of the week is, babe. Okay, so every week we choose an email that's either emailed to us. In this case, it actually happened to be someone that DM'd me. Okay. And the question is... It spoke to me, and I thought it was kind of interesting. So we go over it, and then we speak on what we think about it. Okay. Now, she says, uh, I love my husband. He's the most amazing man to me. He's provided our family with an amazing lifestyle. He works daily and travels often as an executive. When he's home, his entire free time goes towards the children. He doesn't touch me, kiss me, make love to me, or date me any longer. Inside, I'm slowly dying, and he makes me feel as if I'm complaining. How can I continue loving my husband when I feel so empty, lonely, and not supported by my husband? I need my husband. Ooh. We what keep, do you think? We keeping it a stack? Yeah, yes, absolutely. absolutely. We hold, we pull no punches here. He's not attracted to her no more. You think so? 100%. Why do you think, why do you say that? Because, just what it sounds like, one, he's a, he, he, he's a man of the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's traveling. Mm-hmm. Sounds successful. Mm-hmm. So, as we know, men who tend to travel mm-hmm. see a lot of things mm-hmm. uh, and can engage and indulge in whatever they need to. Men who travel like like that lifestyle. And he probably really cares about his children. And that's home for him. He likes the fact that he has a wife that takes great care of his children. Mm-hmm. And he loves his children. That's where his love is focused. Mm-hmm. He will never stop loving his family or his, you know even his wife. Mm-hmm. But the attraction is outside. 
Mm. He's attracted to the things of the world. Mm -hmm. So if I'm flying, I'm seeing stewardess and receptionist at the W and all these are beautiful young things and I get home. That's that's like that's like if I'm going if I'm a world traveler, I'm on some Anthony Bourdain stuff. I'm trying cuisines and in Italy and in Milan. New experiences. And then when I go home, it's the same macaroni and cheese I've been having for right. 20 years. I don't want that goddamn macaroni and cheese no more. <laughs> right. I just had a souffle on the coast of, you know, the Cayman Islands. Right. Like, So even if I'm not indulging, I'm not saying there's cheating or anything going on, but she needs to do something to make him want or even <laughs> re-engage what they once had. Right. So whether that's a physical thing, whether that's making something more interesting in the bedroom, she has to do something in order to pull his attraction back because he's not attracted. Now, what do you think? I'm just... What he just said, I don't know. <laughs> I, I agree. I agree with it. Mm-hmm. Okay. But... I just, I just kept it a stack. But it agitates me. Yeah, at I was about to say because I kept it so real. No, 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 no. But, but that's, that's what we do. So I agree. I absolutely think that if he's coming home and he's playing with the kids and doing things with the kids until it's time to go to sleep, and then he's too tired, then he goes to sleep, and she's sitting there like. So we just never even had a sexual relationship, huh? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just not even your cup of tea, apparently. I believe that, just like you said, even if he's not indulging at this point, there will come a time when he's indulging if he already isn't. Yeah, I think 100%. that I think it must mean that he's not attracted to her anymore that his sexual preference has changed or that he's suffering from t- from some type of there's nothing wrong with that. sexual people, issue and i'm pretty sure you guys been together so long there's levels of love to me mm-hmm. and the, the bible teaches it the the quran teaches it uh it even goes all the way back to greek when you think about the definition of like if you look up the hebrew word for for love it's three definitions mm-hmm. it's it's philo like as in philosophy, family, Philadelphia, that means family love. Mm-hmm. Then there's agape, God-like mm-hmm. unconditional love. And then there's eros. That's the erotic type of love. That's the attraction. Mm-hmm. To me, you can't build anything off of eros mm-hmm. because it comes and goes. It's right. an emotion. Right. You know what I mean? Sometimes you into it, sometimes you're not. Right. The important is the unconditional and the family love. Right. To have all three is complete love. Mm-hmm. So attraction is going to come and go. There's going to be some times where you, somebody in the relationship going to be fat. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I ain't trying to pick <laughs> their fat ass up tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not, right. I don't want their fat ass all on top of me. Right. You can then go to the gym, get all of that fat off you. Mm-hmm. And be like, God damn, that's my baby. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. you could do something. It only it could be something to where the attitude changes to where like, damn, I was I was unattracted to you for like two years because you was stank. Right. But you did something <laughs> and you took that stank attitude and turned it into something that I actually was drawn to again. Right. Eros comes and goes. Right. So that doesn't have to end your relationship. You just gotta figure that out. See, but I see I think it's different. I, I think a lot of times, especially men who work a lot, right, they forget who their women are. Mm-hmm. Meaning mm-hmm. meaning they work so hard and they've been with this girl so long so long, they feel like, oh, she's fine. She's I okay. Got her. 
but I got to take care of these kids because these kids need my guidance and need right. my growth. And you forget about, so it's almost Her like you have, you have to redate because you forget how important your woman is or ladies, they that's, forget how important their man is. Mm, that's a lot of work. That's some work. But here's the thing. This is the caveat. A man never forgets what it is that he wants. And Ooh. if he wants sex and his wife is there and he's not engaging sex with her, that means he doesn't want it. This her. goes back to our appetizer when exactly. we first started talking about circle. even pleasing. Right. Yes. Because as a man who's been working all day, I kind of don't give a damn if you get yours or not. Because I've been I'm in, tired. I'm tired. I'm a bust. You know what happens when we bust? We get sleepy. Right. right. So, therefore, it's like, oh, you didn't get yours. Well, this was kind of, you made me feel good. So, I'm going to but sleep. With her, I forgot about your but needs. But with her, the problem is he doesn't not, even want his. Because he's getting it from somewhere else. Because right. he's either getting it from someone else or he's possibly on the verge of because of an attraction issue. See, but also, you know, when a guy, I know a lot of times, even before when when you used to fake your orgasms. Why do you keep bringing that up, Rashawn? <laughs> Seriously. It's been on. covered that, and that covered. Hurt. That hurt. That hurt. <laughs> that hurt me for him. But you, but you know what? During that time, it was like I would work hard and, you know, you would handle me and when I would think about handling you, I would be like, like he said, it's it's it wouldn't just be like a, a guy could nothing like yeah. nut go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a woman needs more foreplay. She needs energy, kisses. frequency, she needs energy. She needs to be on be the relaxed. right frequency. That's you no, you're That's the you're, truth. Bo- you're bo- no, it's not the truth. You're both wrong. Well, that's what well, we no, no, hold, You're both no, wrong. No, no, hold on. That's not true. I, we now, don't need bells, whistles, flowers, and rainbows you need to all be the time. In tune. Let's just go there. Right. We need to be in tune. We need to be attracted. God doesn't need to be in tune. We don't need. I could. Okay. I could be. I could go to the star right now. <laughs> I just need a little friction. So yeah, and it's gonna happen. Y'all can't do that. <laughs> nope. We can. It'll take a long time. No, a you woman, gotta get no, into a, woman, a zone. No, think no, of some no, shit. no, no. A woman just has to know herself and know her body. For instance, right now. But we literally could do it in 15 seconds. Yes. Well, I'm not going. Not <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. But it might be two or three minutes. See, that's too long. The other night. Oh, two great. or three minutes for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Good job. Like, I don't. And I could have been upset with you, but I've gotten to a point where. Even if I have resentment, I can get past my resentment now because I know myself but so you're well. So evolved, but that's another thing. That's yeah. Not the average woman. Before she would get mad, yeah. and it would take me an hour right. to get that nut out. I'd be right. like, "Damn, poor thing." But now it's just not gonna happen. But me, yeah. I could be mad at you and be like, "Ugh, oh, yeah. fuck you, get off me!" Because, <laughs> right, because you're like, you're like that mean face turned me on. <laughs> that's that's the reason. Or, yeah. I'm gonna keep it a buck. Did I tell you that. Let me keep, but let me keep it a buck, and I've. Most of the time, if I need, because this happens a lot, I'll just think of somebody else. Yeah. I'll close my eyes, bury my face in the... Well, you say, yeah. In the <laughs> I mean, women do it too. <laughs> you mean, yeah. But that, uh, Rashawn, women do it too. Right. I was just like, I'm a thinker. And you'd be a damn liar if you told me you never thought about another woman while we were having sex. I've never. You're a damn liar. Wow. Come I've on. Ne- what do you think I about other guys? Come on. Comfortable. Rashawn, <laughs> no, no, let's be real. Guys? I'm sure that we've both uh-huh. thought of other people. Don't say we both have you. Yes, wow. no. You, I think was we it thought Maxwell? Was it Maxwell? Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, I don't, I, never go into another no, match. No, no, all I'm saying is that people aren't honest in relationships. See, but for and me, you want to keep every, it's like people want to keep this perfect idea of their mate and they want their mate to keep a perfect idea of them. Oh no, I would never do that. I would never think that. I would never. 
Come on. But like, let's be real. When you're mad, it makes me, it turns me on more. I know. Oh, well, that's mad sex. <laughs> Mad sex is good. It's sex. mad, like even yeah. like because it, it makes a me like makeup sex. Take this shit. Take yeah. this shit. Okay, 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 okay. Rashawn. But, but <laughs> okay, come on. No, but that's dude. but <laughs> like like you know like the other day we were having a, a conversation and ah. it was it was kind of on a frosty line, right? Frosty. Yeah. I don't know what that. Like means. it was kind of sticky. The conversation yeah. was sticky. Mm. What's the first thing I did? I reached down there <laughs> and I felt a little wetness and I said, "Oh, this is it." And I forgot about what we was arguing about. <laughs> that was yesterday. Oh, that was yesterday. <laughs> But, That's love but right that, there. But that made me like, Girl, come here. I ain't hear you talking about. I couldn't even be like, no. But I wasn't. But I was like, let's I was, talk about it later. I wasn't in the mood per se because we were talking. But you getting like that face that you got, like you mad? I was like, oh yeah, this is it. Yeah, That's just it is what it is. Mm-hmm. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. But see, in going back to the email, it's just finding that like y'all got something special to where it's like you can get in tune with all that after 20 years and no and it's it's part like I mean you guys are two attractive people got one of the most beautiful families I've ever seen I'll be looking at y'all Instagram's like these motherfuckers is everybody's gorgeous like (laughs) they all dressed alike and shining (laughs) like it's amazing but because but you gotta remember the average person in, in our country Ain't living like how y'all living. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's it's tough. They can't get to the gym. You know what I mean? They ain't got the 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 makeup artists or the fly. You know what I mean? Like y'all come when y'all see each other, y'all look fly. Y'all look better than the average people. Most people don't have that. But it, but it, it's more than that too. Like I, I used to have a problem where I didn't think I was attractive enough for her. Uh-huh. See, because you know she can eat like a pig. She could go right now. We can have a steak, a, a lobster tail, and shrimp. She don't work out. Right. When I go work oh, out wow. in the gym, she goes there with ice cream and watches me. Wow. So when I gained a little weight, I didn't feel sexy enough for her. So I. So you didn't, didn't want to have sex at all. I didn't feel attractive enough yeah. to have sex. I felt like I wasn't in that position in that place. So I had to get myself in a point where I was working out where I felt on her scale. That he makes wanted sense. to have sex, but it wasn't the same. Nah, because mm-hmm. I mean, I've been that way too. Like, especially because I'm an egomaniac, especially when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. Like, again, I'm a pleaser. I want to put it down. I want you to go tell your friends about me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm that dude. Right. So if the, if the, <laughs> so if the six pack ain't right, uh-huh. or if I feel like I'm not, I can't. That's gonna affect. Me, like I want to be able to pick you up, take you around the room, and you know what I mean. Yeah, like, too. if I can't do that, mm-hmm. then I'm like, turn off the lights, get in the covers, I'm gonna get this off real quick and get off me. You know what I mean? Because I'm, I'm, I don't feel right about I myself. Feel right. Well, that's universal. The sexier a person feels in the bedroom the better they perform. Right. You know, if a woman feels like her breasts are perky and her skin is smooth and her tush is tight, she's going to give you the it's best be a time. Better, yeah. But if she feels insecure and, you know, she wants the lights off, she wants the covers covering her at this angle, yeah. or, you know, she only wants to be on the bottom because she doesn't like the full view that the man might have on top, it's going to affect her it. satisfaction and the man's satisfaction. And I think that probably plays into the 75% that you were talking about about Who never because the, yeah. there's so many women that are uncomfortable with, with their with them with themselves more so their physical right. aspects that it disables them from enjoying sex completely because right. they're not in tune they're not thinking about how good this feels or that look on his face or the way he just moaned in your ear they're thinking about oh my gosh this cellulite or yeah. the, what is he gut, looking why is what's he, doing he looking that? at yeah. oh wait and they're analyzing every little thing and it takes away from the whole experience. So they're not focusing on their... They're not focusing. Because you really do have to focus. Like, when we make love, I'm thinking about 
every motion, every stroke, every touch, every breath, every sound, every everything. See, that's what I was talking about when women, they pay attention to those things that gets them to that place. Because that's pleasure. All of those things is part of your pleasure. And if you're thinking about other things and your mind is somewhere else, whether it be your body or resentment or anything, it takes away from you being able to connect with that person and really feel what's going on. 100%. You know? Well, we appreciate you joining us, man. Ah, uh, no. No, what we appreciate I've, is your honesty. Yeah, your honesty. Because <laughs> you could have been here. Yeah, yeah, But you yeah. didn't really have to put it all out there the right. way that you did. I'm an open book. Like, I, and I He love, said that you were going to be an open book. And I'm like, how much of an open book can he be? Hey. I said, is there anything off the table, anything that he's not going to want to talk about that we should stay away from? Or and what did I tell you? He was like, he's an open book. He's he's here for it. He's, he's like, going to he talk about whatever. everything. And I'm shocked. <laughs> I'm just sitting here letting you talk like... Wow. Yeah, well, nah, I, I, I hope we help some people out there. I mean, yeah, we talked about it's so many about. different things, man. Yeah. We talked about, and we talk about all the things with our relationships, good, bad, and ugly. And people can see that everything is not perfect, but we just really, really, really work hard to make this work. And we're going to continue. I we commend are. you. You guys, it's, it's really, you could tell it's anointed. And uh, keep keep going. Keep fighting that good fight. Oh, we might call you for some help sometime. I might, <laughs> I might need some help. I might lay, yo, Nick, I need I, some help. Come I, talk to my wife. I got you. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> well, we appreciate you for joining us. And also, pick up Nick Cannon's mixtape right yeah. now. It's called The Gospel of Ike Turner. The Gospel of Ike okay. Turner. My side of the story. Okay. Gucci Mane, uh, K. Michelle, uh, Quavo. Yeah, yeah. Um, who else is on there? Christina Milian. Christina Milian. Kiki Palmer. Kiki Palmer. It's, it's, it's and my lit. wife has wow. a little Jamaican in us. So, oh, King of the Dance Hall. King of the Dance Hall. He's coming. Called King it, of the Dance Hall. Yeah. Beanie oh, really? Man, Kamani Marley. Yeah, it's it's going to be Can dope. Can I get an invite to the premiere? Absolutely. Okay. We're going to do a New York premiere. You guys okay. are definitely invited. All right. All right. Sounds uh, good. Well, I'm DJ Envy. I'm Gia Casey. And that was the Casey Crook. <laughs>